Hey, hey, you're listening to Don't Lie to Your Life Coach podcast with Kim Arrington. I'm Kim Arrington. I'm a life coach, a weight loss coach, an author, and a badass passionate about helping you connect back to your most authentic self. Join me here each week so I can coach you on how to think all those juicy thoughts that get you feeling your absolute best and taking some big ass action. Coaching has changed my life and it can change your life too. I'm here to give you real life solutions to create a life you'll love. Because the truth is, boo, you ain't just got problems, you got options. Hey, so I don't usually pop in before my episodes, but I wanted to because today we're talking about sex and sex can be a difficult topic for some of us who have experienced sexual violence. And so I want to tell you, if this episode is not for you, please stop right now and just wait till next week or go find another episode to listen to. Um, In this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about ways to make sex less performative, ways to make sex more approachable. And there is one point in the podcast where I mentioned something about cisgender men and what they hope that cisgender women would know. That may be triggering for some of you all. So I just wanted to give you that warning up front, okay? Here's the thing. I'm supportive of you taking care of yourself. And if taking care of yourself is not listening to this episode, please don't. However, for some people who have had experience with sexual violence, being able to, and I want to say this with so much sensitivity, being able to reclaim their sexuality, their sexual preferences, their just journey with sex is extremely healing. Whether that's you or whether it's not you, I want you to take care of yourself, okay? So, hey, if this is what you want to hear, please listen with an open mind and an open heart. If it isn't, then I'm so glad that you're on this journey with me and I will have um, so many more um, podcast topics to talk about. Okay. Have a good one. If you want to listen, here we go. Hey, 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 you came back. Ooh, this episode is going to be steamy and dreamy. <laughs> Y'all know I come and tell you the truth, the truth as I know it. Well, I was laughing when I was putting on clothes. I am a little bit of a clothes horse. I'm looking at this. If you're on YouTube, you see that I'm looking at this hair right here that's kind of sticking up. It's okay. <laughs> sticking up hair happens to good people, especially when you have a curly fro. So, anyway, um, I have lost track of what I have worn and what I have not worn. So now I just try to wear things I don't wear that often. And I, don't wear this little green daishiki dress that often. So I was like, let me do that. Um, so yeah, today we're going to talk about a very important topic. As a matter of fact, I have come with notes, a cheat sheet. I've sat and thought about this 
because I wanted <laughs> to steer you correctly. So what we are going to talk about today is C minus sex. Yes, C minus. I did not say A plus plus. I said C minus sex. Now, <laughs> so what is C minus sex, you ask? Well, generally, I do not let y'all get away with the word lazy because it's never lazy. It's other stuff. But I do think lazy is a good way to describe it. It's the sex without the frills. It doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles. There is not a performance. There is no Oscar or Emmy waiting for you at said uh, finale. It's not overly concerned with that. It gets the job done. <laughs> it hits all the switches. <laughs> it's really important I believe to embrace. Now I'm going to talk to people who have partner or partners, and I'm going to talk to people who do not, because you can still have C minus sex solo and with yourself. I encourage it actually. Um, whenever I see someone suffering from a migraine uh, on social media, I literally have to stop myself from saying self-pleasuring and orgasm. I tell people all the time, an orgasm speeds healing. Look it up. Look it up. Okay. So C minus sex does not require a partner. I already said it does not require uh, special clothes or to create the atmosphere. C minus sex gets the job done. And I think a lot of people, now you all know I'm a cisgender woman. Okay. I can only, Black woman, I can only kind of clearly speak to that, knowing there are multiple perspectives. And even when I inquire with my friends who do not fit into that category, it is inquiry. So I want to make sure I'm not leaving out people. As a matter of fact, um, I read, you. I'm going to put it in the show notes, but I read about asexuality before I did this. I read, I think it's called the Trevor Project. Um, not everybody wants sex. That's okay. That's totally okay. You know me, I'm always gonna empower you to do what works for you, okay? Or how you feel oriented. So if you don't want sex, yay, that's fine. I am speaking to the people who do want to have sex, but the folks who don't want to have sex, please y'all listen. <laughs> Try to understand us. We're trying to understand ourselves. I'm speaking to the people who want to have more sex. I'm speaking to the people who don't feel like they need to have a partner to have sex. If you have a partner or, or not, cool. But the idea that sex has to be this performance I would say it's Western, but there's some Eastern philosophy on that too. And what I want to say to you is sex, like anything, I, I, I repeat this often, right? The relationship, like have, when you have a relationship with something, sometimes it feels really great. Sometimes it feels really shitty. Sometimes it feels absolutely fucked up. 
right? Sometimes it feels grand and confusing and you're unsure of it. When we can have a relationship with sex and we can allow it to be any of those things, knowing that it could resolve, you know, I teach you all, I'm going to sneeze in a minute. I teach you all that your thoughts are what create your feelings, right? So the idea that, um, hold on, see the sneeze is coming. I guess I must've shoot it away. The idea that you have all these thoughts, it's a, it, would be, it would be worth it for you to look at your thoughts about sex. Like sex can only happen this time of day. Sex can only happen after I take a shower. Ooh, y'all are gonna ooh me. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> that isn't my version of how sex always happens, okay? Dirty sex is real sex, okay? So the idea that sex can only happen with your partner, the idea that sex can only happen if these five things are in complete alignment can get in the way of the amount of sex you have. Hey, the idea that you have to be monogamous. Ooh, another episode. (laughs) So when you're open to exploring what sexuality means to you, then you can be willing to break those rules and see minus sex is where it's at. I don't got a report in front of me, but... When we look at the amount of sex that Americans are having, everybody's saying they want to have more. So let me rephrase that. People who want to have sex are saying they want to have more. I want to make sure that I'm being inclusive of all communities, right? And also, I want to give the trigger warning, which I definitely will give in the intro of this, that. Some people have a relationship with sex because of abuse um, that they could seek, if possible, some professional assistance in looking at that relationship and deciding how they want to recover or if they want to recover that. So I want to make sure that will be, you know, you guys already hear that in the intro of the show, because I know that sex brings up a lot of feelings and a lot of things for people. But I do want to make sure that while I respect all the communities we're coming from, that we also are able to be open enough to talk about these things, right? to reclaim these parts of ourselves, including the sexual parts, if that is your choice. So Americans want to have certain Americans, some Americans (laughs) say they, when they self-report, they want to have more sex, but what is the barrier? And I can tell you, deciding has to look a certain way, deciding it has to be a certain way, deciding you have to feel a certain way about who you're having it with, even if it's yourself, Uh, responsibilities, kids, jobs, stress. It's really interesting. Um, We often try to fight stress, you know, with being not stressed, but we don't do the things that make us not stressed. And sex, an orgasm, if you are orgasmic, is a way 
for that to feel good if sex feels good to you is a way for you to reduce your stress. It is. Now, I do not come (laughs) as a person who has this all figured out. That's why y'all should like me. I'm working through this as well, right? I have to examine where I am with this too. You know, a lot of us get to a point, especially if we're having sex with the same person over and over, where we're like, uh, it's all feels like C minus sex. But that's where you can talk to your partner. That's where you can explore different things. That's where you can bring the adventure into your sex life and try things maybe you haven't tried. Or even sometimes you'll, you'll hear me say this all the time. Going for the desire sometimes brings, like even thinking about it changing or believing it can change can bring a desired effect, pun intended. (laughs) So this idea that, I mean, let's just think about it. (laughs) We're going to do some data. So we're going to look at some numbers. If you're having sex, if you have sex a hundred times, okay. How many times do those have to be perfect? Sometimes you can laugh during sex because something awkward or strange or weird or great or whatever happens or amazing. When I think about sex, I don't think about every single time I have sex, it being mind-blowing. Again, I go back to that relationship. Sometimes it's going to be like, whoa, that was woo, amazing. Sometimes it's going to be just I. Sometimes it's going to be like, mm, maybe I could have had a V8. Sometimes it's going to be like, oh, that's interesting. I like that move. So allowing yourself that flexibility, <laughs> anything I say is going to make me laugh. Allowing yourself that flexibility to not just come at it. <laughs> God, to not just go at it as, you know, it having to look a certain way. That's perfectionism and that's fucking sucks. Okay. Now I want to speak for cisgender men. That is who I have the most experience with dealing with. And I hear them saying, woo, 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 woo. I hear them so excited about what I'm saying because They are trying to figure out how to get their partners to feel relaxed and comfortable and just go with the flow. I know I can hear y'all. Okay. So let's think about some, uh, let's talk about some other thing. Oh yes. I made a little note on this. Opposite love languages. Boy, I tell you. That love language book has been everywhere. People talking about their love languages. Now, my love language um, is acts of service. And damn, what's my other one? Acts of service. And I want to say words of affirmation. However, I need to take that test again because I think there is miss some change. Sometimes when our love languages are opposite, um, we have a hard time getting even to the C minus sex, which means like, I'll give you an example. Um, one partner, you know, and, and, and I'll tell y'all, 
equality in relationships, that's just a, it's a crapshoot. I, I don't even want y'all, like, what I want to say to y'all is don't, equality, flush it down the toilet, go for equity. There are certain times where, or even one partner has certain talents where they're going to do more in one area than the other. But I do think we need to talk to each other about that. So let's just say the kids, the kids, right? One partner is doing more with the kids. I know we stereotypically say that is, you know, the female partner. I do want to embrace my same sex couples and my whole spectrum of the folks who listen to me. So please forgive me for this, but let me just go there with this because this is something I've heard a lot from my cisgender friends and I've experienced this, this too. Where you feel overwhelmed, you feel like you're doing the most, you're feel, you're not asking for what you need. And when you're asking for what you need, sometimes you're not asking it in the way. You're waiting till you get frustrated. So there's going to be no response that's going to make you happy. Okay. Let me say that one more time. When you ask for what you need, you're waiting till you're frustrated. There's no response that's going to make you happy. Hey, hey, guilty myself. But if you ask for what you need in a more neutral time and you build in what the reward is to the person, then you may get what you need. Now, do you call it manipulation? I don't know. It's reality. Rewards, incentives, they work. Okay. So going back to that, with opposite love languages, I know sometimes the person who wants the acts of service in the words of affirmation wants that before they get to the C minus sex. <laughs> you might even get A minus sex. But in reality, and I'm just going to say this as a person, you know, who's been in a relationship for a long time. I know that I need to understand to be understood. So sometimes I have to front load, you know, my partner's love language, the one that I know, which is physical touch. (laughs) And then I may get on the back end what I want. Now, I'll speak for him. Sometimes he front loads words of affirmation and acts of service. Acts of service is never going to change for me. And then he gets his reward. (laughs) You know, at the end of the day, y'all, if I'm real with you, C minus sex can be a pathway to the relationship changing. You letting go of your perfectionistic needs around what sex looks like, feels like, you know, all of that. And relaxing some is inherently more sexy. Talking to your partner about that is more sexy. Now, I had a thought in my head and then it went away. Um, This idea that where you are right now in your relationship, in your sex life, is where you will stay does not have to be true. But does one person maybe have to take up the mantle and be the leader? And when I talk to my clients, I talk about the love leader. Does one person have to front load and wait until the person trusts that it's going to continue? Maybe. You know, maybe. Does that mean you may have to put a little 
extra effort in after you already feel like you're putting in so much effort? Maybe. Do you have to face some rejection on the way to C minus sex? Maybe. But do you have to make it be the end of the world? Do you? Do you have to make, when something doesn't go the way you expected to, the end of the world? Could you open yourself up to the maturity that things don't always go your way and that is okay? Not only is it okay, but if we pause and we reflect on it and we continue to do the things that we know I mean, almost have a, um, think about it on the calendar, right? If I keep doing this over and over and over, is it a possibility that change can happen? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is there a possibility change won't happen? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, just when you're in the car and it's casual and you saying, putting on this podcast for your partner or saying, you know, it's so funny. There's this girl, this woman, I, although I do like a body and the girl energy I like that, but this woman who had this crazy notion about C minus sex, like sex not having to be perfect. See how you did that. See how you didn't say it to your partner? You need to give me C minus sex. Uh, no, <laughs> we don't do that. You saying there's this woman, you know, who's talking about C minus sex and how sex doesn't have to be perfect and how we really want more sex, but we let things get in the way. What do you think about that? Non-threatening. That's non-threatening. Not saying, I feel like we don't have enough sex and we need to do C minus sex. Threatening, <laughs> not safe. So normalize having conversations when they're not in the heat of the moment. Normalize having conversations where you don't direct it towards the partner, but say, what do you think about this? Normalize try and see minus six if that's what you want to do. All right. Y'all have a good one. Are you feeling what you just heard? Good. Good. Repeat after me. You don't have to figure it out on your own again anymore. I'm here to help. Head over to KimArrington.com and download my free video series, dedicated to getting you feeling your best right now. Look around. There's some good stuff waiting on you. Got questions? Well, we're always talking on the socials. So find me on YouTube, Insta, and the book. Don't be shy, y'all. Go listen to another episode or join me here the same time next week. Finally, don't keep good shit to yourself. Share this with a homie that could use some help, too. Remember, we're not lying to ourselves anymore. We're not lying to our doctors. And you damn sure don't lie to your life coach. 